Hey everyone, thank you for joining me on our walk through the strange Paradiso. Today is going to be rather short. I want to share a um, couple of things with you. This would be probably under the category of theory. I have had some people contacting me and asking me about the recent happenings and um, about the Georgia Guidestones. There may be some of you who are not familiar with this particular subject. Those of you who um, haven't heard of this before, well, it has been referred to as America's Stonehenge. They were some stones that are somewhere in Georgia, I'm really not sure, on them. They are in, carved or engraved in some different languages so that anyone in any part of the world would be able to read and understand what these said. It's actually um, all about depopulation and how the agenda is to keep the population down to a certain number of people, therefore being able to sustain society and um, all of the resources. So it's about depopulation and sustainability. That's what these Guidestones ultimately were about. I did read them um, a couple of times online. I've never been there to see them, but it was a bit eerie. Now, it has been said that what was said on these Guidestones was actually one of the agendas of what you may have heard called the NWO, which is the New World Order. And that was um, supposed to be one of their goals to keep the population down. Because according to some of them, there are too many people using too much stuff on this earth, using too many resources and so on. So regardless on how you feel about this subject, um, the fact that these things were destroyed speaks volumes to me. When I first heard about it, I thought that it was a joke. I thought I was just looking at a meme. But actually, come to find out, what happened was, I guess, they were, um, like, somebody used some type of explosive or something, and that... Let me see, destroyed maybe two of the pillars. So what it did by destroying two or maybe even one of these pillars is that it made the rest of these things unstable and unsafe. So the rest of them had to have had to be torn down. So partial it was partially destroyed by some sort of explosive device, as far as I know. The other, the rest of it was torn down because they couldn't leave it there for somebody to go there and get hurt. So just the fact, okay, that this happened. The reason that it, it speaks volumes to me is because 
oh, it's difficult for me to explain, but it's almost like part of that battle that we can't see that is um, spilling over into our realm is now manifesting into the physical and things are happening now that we can see. And I believe that this is one of them, regardless of how it happened. I mean, I don't care if somebody went out there with a hammer and chisel and broke this thing into bits. It actually almost, okay, should not have happened. These things should not have been destroyed. And the reason I say this is because when you look around, not only in our country, but in countries all around the world, you'll you'll see so many of um, these buildings, these towers, these these type of things that have been standing for centuries. And yet, this happened here. And as far as I know, the Guidestones are not that old. They haven't been there that long. So, it's just like someone is speaking to us. Maybe not in words, but in deeds and in some of these things that we're going to get ready to see happening more and more. This is not the only thing that we are going to see that's going to be surprising and maybe a bit shocking. I've been talking about this now for a while. I mean, I'm not saying that I, I know exactly how it's going to unfold, but I do know that we are in the midst of a big change. I'm not saying that it's going to be change for the good or change for the bad, but I know that there's going to be a change. Also, when I look at this, the, the guidestones and what happened, and there's so many other things going on at the same time. You've got Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of England, resigning. You've, you've got the ex-whatever-you-call-it, president, whatever he is in uh, Japan, being murdered. You've got athletes. You've got movie stars falling out, dropping dead. You've got, uh, I mean, it's just almost overwhelming. This is just the beginning, guys. And you can, you can say what you want. I'm not trying to, um, I'm not trying to cram my personal beliefs in down anyone's throat at all, because we all have a right to the way we see things and our beliefs and so on. But I want to say that uh, regardless on how we feel about the whole Roe versus Wade decision that was made by the United States Supreme Court, regardless how we feel about that, all of these things started happening after that decision was made. I mean, stuff's been going on all the time, but these things, these intense things like this, 
really started to accelerate where, I mean, where everyone's going to hear about it. This is not anything that's hidden. This is not anything that's suppressed. Everyone is going to hear about this. This all started right after that Supreme Court decision. Why is that? See, that's where we get into theory. Why? I'm not putting my own beliefs out there. I'm just presenting this to you guys, okay? But I know people who are saying one of the reasons why it's turning around, why so much evil is being exposed as well as being destroyed is because when that decision was made, that actually put the hand of God back on the United States. And I mean, when you look at how this has happened, it looks like, yeah, it looks like um, that is a distinct possibility just with the chain of events. Not to mention, okay, this decision did not make it um, like illegal, okay? What it did was it gave the rights back to the states for each state to do as they choose to do when it comes to this. It does not affect anyone here in California, New York, and many other states. It does not have an effect at all. But instead of being a blanket federal law, they took it from the Fed and gave it to the states. And as far as the way that this country was put together, each state does have the right to stand alone in their decisions. That's why we are the United States. That's why each state has a governor. That's why each state has a constitution. That is why. So all they did was lift that blanket and give the decisions to the states. And it seems to me that I personally have noticed certain things since that happened. I mean, um, I don't know where else I can go with this. I mean, this is all based on individuals' perceptions, how we perceive these things, on how we believe. And I'm just saying what it looks like to me. I'm not out there saying, yeah, this is true. And it happened because of uh, this, that. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that that's how I see it. Because when I look at the, what you know, like the chain of events, like I said, it's, uh, I mean, I don't know where else I could go with it. I don't think I'm reaching because I've never seen anything like this before ever. 
and these things like uh, the arch of ball, okay? Nothing's ever going to happen to the arch of ball unless the creator, God, decided to destroy it. So that's what I meant when I said those guide stones. It's almost like that should have never happened because all the other things that are out there even when I mentioned the city hall, the Los Angeles city hall, and so many other things. I mean, you almost can't get away from all of these occult symbols. This actually, the Geistos were more than just a symbol because of it was blatantly out there, written, carved in, in stone about what the intent of whoever the agency was that created those stones was right out there with their intent. So it's going to be um, interesting to see what takes place now as we go forward. I'm just a an observer, okay? I'm just an observer. I don't have to agree with what's happening. I don't have to agree with any of it. Neither do any of you, but all we have to do is just watch and see what comes next that's where we make our own personal decisions about how we feel about this so once again I am just the presenter of this whole thing and it was also amazing to me how many people that I and personally acquainted with, didn't know what the Georgia Guidestones were. I remember I was talking to one of my friends maybe about six months ago, and I mentioned the Guidestones, and she was like, what is that? And I was like, you don't know what that is, Georgia Guidestones? And she was like, no. I said, well, you can read about it. Just look it up. And she was like, oh, my gosh, I never knew about this. I said, yeah. So, and I was even thinking. The thought did cross my mind, Okay. Now, this is uh, Friday. I think it's July 9th, right? And this morning, the thought crossed my mind very, very quickly. I mean, it was in and gone again in, in a second about Stonehenge, the real Stonehenge. That thought crossed my mind, and it came to me in the form of, what next, Stonehenge? So, um, I don't know, guys. We're just going to have to wait and see. And um, we might want to take notes also. We might want to look at dates and times and get as much information as we can about these things. There's someone else also who asked me, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry for laughing, but there are a few people out there who say, okay, don't laugh, all right? Who say, um, well, you know who did this? You know who caused the collapse of the Guidestones and their demolition was um, John F. Kennedy. And I was like, wait a minute, what? Yes, there are people out there who are saying John F. Kennedy, who was assassinated in 1963 actually was not assassinated he knew that there was a plot against him and that they were going to try to murder him in Dallas on November 22nd 1963 therefore he was not riding in that car 
it was a doppelganger that was in the car. It wasn't the real JFK. And after that happened, he was forced to go into seclusion somewhere else where no one else would ever find him. I mean, yeah, you're probably feeling the same way about that that I did when I first heard it. And I just, um, even, this is the only thing that I can say about that, even if this were true, even if he wasn't murdered in 1963, I'm pretty sure he would no longer be among us. I'm pretty sure that he wouldn't be able to even make and form a plan to do something like this. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's just the way I see it. The man would be 105 years old. Come on. With all those injuries he sustained in World War II, I really don't think that he would um, still be alive today at 105. I don't think he would be anyways. So with some of these things that we are experiencing right now, these days at this time, we have to also like sort out these type of stories, these, um, I mean, this is real theoretical stuff. And it's, uh, I, I don't believe it. I don't know what really happened then in uh, Dallas, but I don't believe that he'll still be alive. That's, that's just my own thoughts. You, you may differ and you have a right to your own thoughts and beliefs about this. I just don't, unless somebody actually had some pretty compelling evidence presented and then I'd be like, okay, I was wrong. Wow, that's really something that's amazing. So I'm not above admitting when I'm wrong or when I make a mistake. But seems that there are a, uh, an element, a fringe element of uh, those out there who believe this and Maybe they know something that I don't. Anyways, um, I just wanted to come on and share these things with you. Um, yeah, I believe that we're gonna see more strangeness happening. And as far as this, in this type of, um, I don't know what you would call it. It's really not political. It's just maybe current events in the current event spectrum. I believe that we're gonna see some more things. It's almost like a, seems like a snowball effect. Like it's just rolling down the mountain, getting bigger and bigger. So we may want to um, just pay attention, maybe take some notes. I believe it's getting rather interesting. The other thing that I wanted to say is that, um, we are actually getting more and more reports of men in black. The one I'm going to talk to you about right now quickly is something that happened a while back. This happened to someone back in the 1960s when he was a young boy. And he says that he saw a sphere in the sky one night. And it actually came down and hovered in an area that was adjacent to where his family was living at the time. He said it was in a wooded area and he saw it. It looked to be hovering about eight feet off of the ground. 
he couldn't get an entire unobstructed view because there were so many trees and things around. But he said, I, I know what I saw. It was bright lights. It was up in the sky. It came down about eight feet, even though I couldn't see the whole unobstructed view. He said, I, I still remember it. I know it wasn't a plane. It wasn't my imagination and so on. So what happened to him is the next day, there were some men who came to his house and he was outside and they spoke to him and they told him never to tell anyone about what he saw and that if he did, he would be sorry that he ever spoke about it. So they kind of like threatened him. He was like, I was a 10 years old boy. What was I going to say? What did I see that was so threatening to them? And he told them, okay. He said he wouldn't say anything. And he said there were two that approached him. There were two that were standing back about maybe eight feet away. And there were two more that were by this black car that looked almost like the presidential limo. <laughs> yeah. And he said, and so he, after that encounter, he said, I don't remember them walking away. I don't remember how they left. I don't remember them getting back in the car. All I remember is them telling me never to say anything. Well, now he's much older and he said, I've never even told this story because for all these years I was thinking, well, am I still not supposed to say anything or I'm gonna be sorry? Like, you know, what, what do I do here? So many people are talking about things that they see in the skies and so on. So many people are even talking about their encounters with men in black. So he decided to come forward and tell about what happened to him all those years ago. As well as in our present time, there are more and more people coming out and saying that they have had encounters and have been approached by these men in black. And one of them even said that they were wearing dark suits and sunglasses and their skin almost looked like some sort of plastic. They said it, they were so white, they were almost a greenish color. So what are these things? I mean, what are these things? And it's difficult to believe that in our present time, these things are still coming around and threatening people and telling people not to say anything. When we are like pretty much at a point where we all know people who have uh, talked about being abducted. I well know of them. There have been abductions, there have been implants, there have been so many stories, people with lost time, people who remember being taken up. Next thing they know, they're waking up like back in their bed and they have a implant or some woman is pregnant. Then the next thing she knows, she's not pregnant anymore. 
you know, there, there are just so many of these things going on. And for these entities to continue what seems like their job is done, but they just don't know it. You know, like, okay, you can, you can stop now because we all know what's happening. I don't know, guys. I mean, I'm just kind of like guessing why this phenomenon hasn't stopped by now. I mean, we're in the 21st century. Come on. But anyways, um, once again, that's all I've got for today. It was just going to be a short one. I hope that you have found this interesting and you might want to take a look at some of this and like I said, just keep your heads up and notice what's happening because I'm pretty sure that this is only the very beginning. Everybody have a great weekend. I will be back as soon as I can. Ciao.